0: Hi, I'm Stubaka, and I'm a Gen X Grown Up, and I support Gen X Grown Up on Patreon, and you should too, at patreon.com slash genxgrownup.
1: Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I'm John. Joining me as always is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? Here are a few quotes for you. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Beam me up, Scotty. What do these all have in common? Well, they're iconic quotes from our Gen X childhood and also... Yeah, they're awesome. They were never said. Completely um, misquoted. Oh, really? Ah. <laughs> We're going to look at some Gen X pop culture quotes that we all get wrong and we can all enjoy being wrong together. <laughs> this entire backtrack was inspired by Mail We Got Back from the backtrack we did about Gen X pop culture catchphrases. You remember that one, I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
2: absolutely. A
1: healthy portion of the Mail We Got Back on that was people upset over one quote that we misquoted and it was absolutely related to Star Wars and we will get to that in a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh,
0: that's kind of embarrassing. But in
1: reading that email, we were talking and said, you know, Star Wars is not the only culprit. I mean, there's so many quotes out there growing up that we all just say, movies and TV shows or just general pop culture that we use all the time. And turns out we're dead wrong on them and they were never said at all. So we're going to run through those. or misquoting, right? Misquoting. Yeah. We, we think we're doing it right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but We sure we felt, or not. We felt like we were smart, I guess.
1: I'm actually going to sprinkle some of the email throughout this episode instead of front loading it all. I'm going to start, though, with an email from Stew Monkey wrote in and he said yo john can't believe y'all omitted bill and ted from catchphrases from this latest backtrack big miss
0: (laughs) big miss
1: i seriously learned most of my vocabulary from that movie growing up (laughs) and he lists some examples like strange things are afoot at the circle k and all we are is dust in the wind dude (laughs) ted you and i have witnessed many things but nothing as bodacious as what just happened i mean so many (laughs) great things in there he says i still use Put them in the Iron Maiden all the time because I was a metalhead growing up, so it's fitting. (laughs) I'm with you. I get it. I don't know why we didn't include any Bill and Ted. I don't know. So quotable.
2: It's right at the end of the decade. It came out in 89, so maybe it didn't pop up in a lot of our searches when we were looking for stuff because we were looking for a lot of 70s and mid to early 80s. So maybe that's why or we just all forgot like, or idiots. we screwed up yeah. well, not a valid defense either yeah, I mean we yep. had a ton of stuff to go through Right. there was no shortage yeah. fair point oh yep. for sure Stu Monkey wraps up by saying
1: by the way can't wait for the new movie Face the Music to come oh, out in August we mm. hope it's August we'll probably we'll, <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see find <laughs> out yeah Yeah. even without Rufus that's oh, sad pour one out for Rufus <laughs> yeah what a great part of those films uh, he wraps up by saying great work you could certainly find enough material to do a part two of this one ha, yeah. ha, ha, I guess look where we are now <laughs> may <laughs> the fourth lister be with with you, Stew Monkey. Hey, Stew Monkey, so, thank yeah, you. Yeah, from emails just like yours, Stew Monkey, you inspired us to absolutely do a part two. We're going to take all of those misremembered, misquoted pop culture quotes, and we're going to line them up for you and give you the correct version. <laughs> all that's coming up right now.
0: Excellent. 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 Excellent.
1: Excellent.
0: Iron Maiden. Excellent.
1: So many emails came in about this one misremembered quote that we use in our catchphrase backtrack. And it was all around Star Wars, as I mentioned. Oh, and so it's embarrassing. all about I know, right? I mean, we're Star Wars nerds, we're Gen X nerds, and we got this wrong. The, the quote that we did was George was the one reading at the time the, the quiz, and he said, May the force be with you. And we answered and we got the answers right or wrong, whatever we did, and we move on with our lives. But that's not how the fourth list <laughs> was really. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one i want to read directly about that comes from scott and scott writes in and says i don't like calling people out okay maybe i like calling people out who believe they're infallible but when (laughs) you get your star wars facts wrong is he lumping us into that category i i i think we're getting lumped Uh, yeah i'm pretty sure (laughs) but when you get your facts wrong to a gen x audience well that's like messing up at the apollo you will hear about it yes it's true so scott says in your gen x pop culture catchphrases episode george asked everyone who said, may the force be with you? It was incorrectly guessed and incorrectly affirmed oh that it was Obi Wan Kenobi. However, contrary to popular belief, he never said that. He said, the force will be with you always. Always. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you're right. I, okay, I, no, so there's, no there's an
2: extra word at the end of it. I mean, it's not that he didn't say those words, just it's <laughs> not the full <laughs> quote. You can't say
1: any words in any order and say you've said everything. <laughs> you're, you're, that's not you okay, have to no, actually say is, them in that order.
2: No, that's not. Because think about it. I, I'm not trying to give his entire dialogue for the entire film. So I can't quote every word he said. Oh, but he didn't that, say, may the force, may be, the with force be with, and with the you
0: and the force will be with will you. Will be with you. It's really two separate. He's saying it. it's two separate ways of like that. I think they're saying it
2: differently.
1: Reality is how much I might agree with you, George. The fact is, we got it it's wrong. not an accurate quote to people who know the right one. So right.
2: it's hard just to defend. could see me saying the dot, dot, dot part. That's <laughs> <laughs> if you had said the dot dot,
1: probably. Then I solved. could have
2: gotten away with it. <laughs> Scott
1: goes on to mention that the two people who do actually say that in the movie are General Dodonna to uh-huh. the Rebel pilots. To the Rebel
0: pilots when they go out to attack, yeah.
1: And the other person to say it was Han Freakin Solo. May the force be with you. All right. That's right. He does say that.
0: Yeah, that's right. He does.
1: It's one of those collectively misremembered, misattributed quotes like Darth Vader never saying, Luke, I'm your father. He says, No, I am your father. Right. Yeah. So he's right. And there's so many more of them. That's why it inspired us to do this backtrack. Scott says, regardless of how blatantly wrong George is in this instance, (laughs) I enjoy your show. Wow. Keep
2: it up, Scott. (sighs) I'm not a fan of Scott's anymore. Damn it. I am. I'm totally in Scott's corner. Of course you're a fan of I Scott. I feel like the feeling's mutual
1: now. maybe. So yeah, Scott feels the same way. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the email, Scott, even though George is not a huge fan of yours. It's okay. <laughs> we are. We <laughs> Thank you for writing in and it helped us inspired to get this uh, ball rolling. And we have actually lined up lots of these misremembered, misquoted things. Mo,
0: why don't you get the ball rolling with a great quote from our Gen X era? Oh, sure. I mean, everybody knows this one, right? Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner. Dirty Dancing, um, of course. Um,
2: actually, mm? it's Nobody what? Puts Baby in a Corner. In a Corner? If really? Scott's going to call me out, I'm calling <laughs> Mo out. <laughs> damn it. It's not the corner, it's a corner. Because it could be any corner in that damn resort, Nobody Puts apparently. Baby in
0: a Corner. Nobody puts you
1: baby couldn't in hear Mo corner. do
2: the okay. dot, dot, dot. Otherwise, yeah, there's dot, dot, dot <laughs> somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, um, right, all right, yeah right. we all got that one wrong technically it's wrong, right. right, but give you that i've one. got another one that i know is actually correct just okay. like my star wars quote i still stand by the one that one's correct i don't care what scott says anyway <laughs> poor scott <laughs> from jaws the quote is we're going to need a bigger boat um turns out you're not quite right there what what? Don't the tell line me in
1: Jaws is: "You're going to need a bigger boat." Oh, Jesus
2: Christ! <laughs> oh,
1: that's what he's <laughs> talking to. Now, singular
2: versus collective. Come on, it's well? it's
1: true. It's a fact. I mean, if you're going to be right, you got to be right. we yeah, yeah uh, there are so many fine. that we've gotten just a little fine. wrong. We adapt them and paraphrase <laughs> them. <laughs> so, what about this one? This one for sure, everyone has heard, and I think we're good with, which is yeah. "Mirror, Mirror on the wall, who's the
0: fairest of them all?" From Snow White and the Seven ooh. Dwarfs. Ooh, close. It, you're it, close. What? It's not. We're right gonna close. I said a million times. No, 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 no. It's not mirror, mirror. It's magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Uh, Uh, From Snow White. From Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not
2: mirror, mirror. It's magic mirror. Now it's Snow White and the Seven Misremembered Quotes. Apparently is the new (laughs) title of the film.
1: You know, during the tiebreaker of that first episode, we did Dirty Harry quotes. George. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. And so we also did. Do you feel lucky,
0: punk? Oh yeah. Uh, Now that one to say it one right, you gotta kind of have the whole. You gotta put it in context. Okay. Okay. Hey, one is not, do you feel lucky, punk? It's being, as this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world and will blow your head clean <laughs> off. You got to ask yourself one question Do I feel lucky? Well, do you,
2: punk? Oh. No, you got to ask yourself another question Do I do a shitty, dirty, hairy impression? Oh, that's I do that. that question. That's, that's, yes. That's, that's
0: <laughs> absolutely yes. <laughs> that's for sure. That wasn't <laughs> that misremembered. Outside. That is
2: accurate. But okay, so it's do I feel so lucky? So it's not,
0: do you feel it's lucky? It's not, do you feel lucky, punk? It's like, do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Do I
2: feel lucky? Well, do you punk yeah Mm. you know i actually remember it the way you're saying it correctly now. Do I feel it? Yeah. Rather than what we tried to pass off as the correct <laughs> that's quote. The right thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but on the schoolyard, you you point your handgun at somebody and you're like, "Do you feel lucky, punk?" That's that's what you want to say, right? Yeah. Do you feel lucky? Let's and go wasn't
2: back to a classic. Then this is a little bit before Generation X era, I would say, but it's still a classic film. Oh, yeah. but it's a Quote that everybody knows. Play it again, Sam. I mean,
1: yeah, that's of pretty course straightforward, that's like the, right?
0: that's that, that well, is...
1: it's not exactly seriously. <sighs> <sighs> not precisely. Actually, in Casablanca, the quote is, play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. They don't actually say, play it again, Sam. Really? We say that all the time. What? Yeah. Now, later in the film, they do say, you played it for her. You can play it for me. If she can stand it, I can. Play it. So there are a couple of times where they talk about playing the piano and playing the music, but never did they say, play it again, Sam. Never happened. Hmm, so sorry. I'm, how would that happen? Because that is such a common,
0: everybody knows that as a quote. You go
1: far enough down the rabbit hole, and you don't go back and check the source material. You just heard it said over and over, I guess. No. Okay. Right?
0: All right. Yeah. Okay. So let's do the Wizard of Oz. That's another old one. But this is a quote I've used a billion sure. times, which is, Got it.
2: I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. Right. Of um, course. Yep. Hold um, on. Um, <laughs> um, actually, it's Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. So oh. the dog comes first before the quote, apparently. And from the it's real apparently film. she has a feeling, not a thinking. And it has a contraction. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so pedantic, but it's wrong.
1: Okay. <laughs> Here's one, George, you will certainly enjoy. Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah, if you build it, they will come. Oh, that's no. perfect. Hell it no. said over no. and over again. Right they wrong. will come. Right?
2: No. Yeah. no, 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 no. Because it's not a they who is coming, it is shoeless Joe Jackson. So it's. If you build it, he will come. And it also doubles because it's if you build it, he will come talking about the main character, Kevin Costner's father coming back to visit him, oh. who just recently died. So it's not Ooh. they. It's not a group of the Chicago Black Sox. It's he will come. Huh. OK,
1: I'm going to have to watch that movie
2: someday. <laughs> you put it in your Goonies lineup, damn it. Oh, uh, it's a baseball
1: movie. What do you want from me?
2: Oh, I, I want you to it. watch it. That's what I want. From OK, me.
0: yeah, I should. It seems all right. <laughs> People speak highly of it. It sounds good. So, OK, how about this one? This is from The Graduate. Right, Mrs. Robinson. Are you trying to seduce me? Dustin Hoffman. Classic quote. Yeah,
1: but that's not exactly what he says. Oh, really? No, no. The line is, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Oh. Really? That Star Wars logic. All the words are there, but you got them out of order. You're just used to hearing it that one way over and over. Yeah, you're right. And over. We are. Huh. Now, one that you know for sure that is always right is Forrest Gump, one of the most quotable ah, films. Psh, that's, right?
2: Yeah, tons of great quotes. that. I know where you're going for that one, though. Okay? Yeah, it's
1: the chocolates, right? Yeah. My mama always said
2: life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Uh, get. <laughs> so, apparently, I'm gonna become the I'm actually asshole with this phrase because that's not correct either. What? knew. No. no. Okay, it's gotta be close. It's close. I'll give you okay. that. Okay. My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get.
1: That's so close.
2: Yep. <laughs> That's so close. Life is like a box. Instead of life is, it's life was. Life was. was. Uh. Life was.
1: Uh. Yeah. Was like yeah. a box so, of chocolates. I feel like I should call shenanigans on that one. It's so close. It's so close. <laughs> well,
2: and you know, it's close and I think actually the writers of the film probably got it wrong because he's, how's he talking about that a quote That's from right. a yep. past presence life circumstance, that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. It should be life is. Because
1: we Internalize the story, map it onto the quote. That's what we hear and that's what we remember. That, that's probably true of most of these. You know, <laughs> we've actually touched on a few like Casablanca and whatever that you said, Mo. They predate Gen X, uh-huh. but they were quotes that we used growing up as Generation Xers. So many of them come, predate our 70s, 80s era. Sure. Yeah, sure. And there's so many fun ones, so I wasn't going to leave them out. So we have to. For example, one that you always, they'll play around all the time when you're playing Tarzan, right? Oh, the original Tarzan. He says, me, Tarzan, you, Jane. And that's how you talk to people in the playground.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's not the quote, though. Actually, that quote never occurred anywhere in any of the movies as far as I know all he so, kept saying was like all I remember the quotes being is like Jane Tarzan Jane Tarzan he's pointing
2: right yeah. he's pointing. Jane Tarzan forever but doesn't he later
1: go meet Tarzan you, I no, guess not. well not I'll you know. tell you
2: somebody that does say that quote that quote is actually misused then in Empire Records there's a line where one of the characters is making fun of two of the other yeah. characters falling in they love they misquoted like, too it's not just us. Tarzan you Jane so it's, <laughs> it's misquoted in another film even that's how much everybody is sure that's the way that that one goes we're not alone no <laughs> oh, no, no. What about one of the quintessential 80s films of all time, Wall Street? Greed is oh, good. Oh, yeah. right? yeah. Gordon Gecko, Right?
0: Gordon Gecko, greed is good. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a perfect quote. Simple yeah, three words. Absolutely. Awesome.
2: Well,
1: it, it, it turns out you've misremembered the quote. What? I'm sorry. No. So Gordon Gekko never says greed is good. I'm sorry. Are
2: you sure yeah, about that? He, of course he does. No, he's giving, giving that the speech to it? the people yeah. who are yeah, he's yeah. trying
1: to take over their company. I think it's very much like Forrest Gump, right? You remember it by mapping the movie onto it. But the quote is the point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed
2: works. Okay, so we just shortened his phrase because he was too goddamn long-winded. That's all we did.
1: Then you're not quoting, you're paraphrasing. Uh, Very different. (laughs) That is very different, is
0: it?
2: (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Now, one that we can all agree on, I think, is from Cool Hand Luke. Oh, great. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Oh, the sheriff, right? Oh, uh, uh, you're close. Maybe my dad's favorite quote of all time. You're close? Is my dad wrong, too?
0: Oh, I'm not to say, (laughs) I don't know. Your dad maybe said, right, you just misremembered it. You may have misquoted people twice in a row. Yeah. He says, what we've got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, what you've got, not, not what we have. is what we've got here is our failure to communicate. It, it, it's a borderline punctuation problem. Yeah. It's just a it was l- little bit different. It was funny with the guy who did that line was hosting Saturday Night Live way back in oh. the day. And they did a, a thing with that where he was teaching a Spanish immersion course. Okay. And so he says... What we've got here is a failure to communicate (laughs) bilingually. Also, never said in the film. Never said that in the movie. Nope, nope, nope.
2: Okay. One of the most famous quotes of all time, because it's not only a film quote, it's an actual real life quote. All right. Okay. What about Apollo thirteen? Oh Houston, yeah, Houston, we have a problem. There's no yeah. way that that can be incorrect. That's straight from is the transcripts. Even, like, the, the poster doesn't that say it on the poster or something? It's from the transcripts from Houston. You know, NASA. Yeah. I mean, well, you might think so, but that's
1: not oh, what was said shut in the film. Up. Oh, really? Really? Actually, what he says is, uh, "Houston,
2: we've had a problem." You know, I don't believe that He's one. Had, I'm sorry. It's, I don't, his, that's it's not, there. That it's can't be right. The fourth <laughs>
1: listener is going to write incorrect if you say it wrong again. So well, just uh, you know, might uh, as
2: well get his little email pen out and start it's writing a start because damn it there's email no pin? way what? I, don't know, what I don't know there's an email pen isn't there
1: just like you still have the floppy disk for save there's a writing a little pen and of course the icon of course
2: <laughs> <sighs> we're not done
1: we have a lot more of these misremembered quotes maybe we should be done <laughs> stick around we'll be right back I know what you're thinking did he fire six shots or
0: only five Tell you the truth, in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a .44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky?
1: Well, do you, bunk? This next batch of misremembered, misquoted things come kind of from kind of news and literature and what happened in the real world that we all quote over and over and over. Before we get into a batch of those, though, I want to read another email.
2: Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: from Sparks821, one. All right, one of our friends over at Discord. We played games together. Yep. Here's what Sparks had to say. Here we go. Let me guess. No, 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 (laughs) no. George, you are wrong. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Referring to the Star Wars quote, May the Force be with you, Obi-Wan never uttered these words in the original trilogy. He did say, Remember, the Force will be with you always after the destruction of the Death Star to Luke. (laughs) The General was the first to say these words before the Battle of Yavin to the Rebels as well as Han to Luke. Exactly what Scott told us. Yeah.
2: Oof. I'm really not enjoying this segment anymore. I'm on Sparks team too now. I got a couple of team. I'm building a whole cadre of people here. Well, of course here you are, super Star Wars geek guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and maybe my favorite salutation of this show, Sparks winds it up by saying... May the fact check be with you. Sparks eight twenty one. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. So brace yourself. There are a few more of these, George. Hang in there. Oh, yay. <laughs> Something to look forward to. You know, and we were just talking about Apollo 13, the film, yeah. but there's some stuff that comes out of the real Apollo 13 disaster.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I guess there's the one quote that we all kind of think we remember, which is failure is not an option. That's a phrase that is used a million times in today's society especially in business or people yeah. who invent things or stuff. And mm-hmm. it's not that it's not a great quote. But well, you got to think about it. Failure is always an option, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's stupid for one thing, right? <laughs> but, it, but it's a great motivational quote. Oh, it so is. it's not oh, that yeah. it's not yeah. a good phrase. It's just that. It didn't get said in the context that we all associate it with, which is the Apollo 13 crew trying to get back to Earth. Nobody Mm -hmm. on the Apollo 13 crew ever actually said the line. It's just after the whole thing was said and done, it became a thing, a culture, so to speak, at NASA because Mm -hmm. the whole point was to bring everyone home safely. Yeah, it became like this mantra that
1: was attached to Apollo 13 for sure, but never said in the context of the actual disaster.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. One that people use all all the time, which is the ends justify the means, right? Everyone, sure. uses yes. that. yeah, yeah, of course. All the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. a Machiavelli kind of thing. I think is from you know that time period in Italy.
2: That's what's allowed mm-hmm. me to make so much money in businesses over the years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I do, as long as I get paid. Yeah. Doing a little research, it turns out that the actual quote is "one must consider the final result," which. It doesn't really roll off the tongue as no, well No, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that
2: one at all. That's the real quote? One must consider the final result. I think
1: Machiavelli should have just said the correct one.
2: But that's like the opposite meaning, though. The ends justify the means means however you get there, whatever you did doesn't matter. One must consider the final result. Uh, Which means well, that whatever you're doing same. now, it
0: doesn't really matter, I guess, you know. It, guess, wow, that's just a weird thing. way
2: to say it. Machiavelli sucked as a writer, damn. <laughs> See, I think the
0: first one is more of a uh, millennial kind of sh- make get right to the point thing, right? Is that like a
2: translation <laughs> thing because he was Italian and wrote it, it in Italian too. and got translated a different way, I wonder? Maybe, oh, but it,
1: it doesn't even feel like it would map directly. It's almost like it's just a reinterpretation. Yeah, Right. Yeah. You know, another one we all hear actually came from the Bible. Money is the root of all evil. I've used mm. it many oh, times yeah. myself. Sure. It, it turns out that doesn't say that in the Bible. The actual Not quote exactly, is. yeah. The love of money is the root of all evil. Oh, so, so not money, money itself. itself.
0: is the, the love. love of it. Oh, yeah. well, that's, a, that's a distinction.
2: Yeah. So I'm evil because I freaking love money. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those idolization before God type of quotes, the way it's used in the Bible. So it's don't put anything above God. Don't put love of money Got above it. God. It's love of money and the love or, of Christ. Yeah. Uh, that yeah okay, of that makes more sense. Got yeah. It. What about Dracula? Oh, yeah. Everybody says, I want to suck your blood. Yeah. And this <laughs> one, I don't, I'm not a big fan of saying this is a wrong quote. Because there never was a fucking Dracula to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was in literature, novel, in literature in, in, in the, Dracula the never right. said this in Bram Stoker's Dracula, apparently. Yeah. So, and why would you? Because you're giving away the fact that you're a vampire.
1: You know, true. Yeah, yeah. It's like you walk in a room and go, "I want to steal your purse." Well, you've kind of given yourself away. <laughs> you're probably not going to get
2: a purse now, so you probably
0: shouldn't say that. He's
2: a polite blood sucker, <laughs> yeah. That's all. He's not one to be rude. This is Victorian society. Era, Pardon you me. Know? Do you have any gray poupon and blood? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Begging your pardon. I would like to bite your neck. Yeah. What'd no. you just say? Bite your neck. Oh, bite your neck. Okay. The neck. accent threw that off to something else. It was
1: your filthy mind. It made you think of something else. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right, let's stick with the monster theme. Okay, One I, I heard all the time. It's like you see when people create something or make it, they quote Frankenstein, which is "He's alive, oh, he's alive, he's of alive." Course. Right. Right. right? Yep, lightning yeah, hitting sure. all that stuff. Right? Of course, but the actual yep. quote is "It's alive." He doesn't refer to it as a he. Uh, yeah. It's an uh, object. No, no
2: gender. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it's alive, which actually makes more sense.
1: Or the topic of Frankenstein, can we? By the way, can we correct the fact that Frankenstein is the man, Frankenstein's monster? Oh, yeah. Of course. Monster, sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- that's I not hope a, quote, a lot of people know that it's freaking wrong. And people say, "Oh, here comes Frankenstein." No, <laughs> no, he's back Frank's at home. His that's his monster.
0: It's a different yes. guy. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> he's in a different kind of rubber suit. Yes. What? <laughs> 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 Anywho, <laughs> something about this accent really messed up your mind. <laughs> <laughs> what about some Shakespearean stuff? We talk about literature. Oh, I want to sound smart. Yeah, this is not a lesson on Shakespeare, but there's some that has actually permeated all of pop culture. So, what about "Bubble, Bubble, Toil and Trouble"? Sure. Right, that's so the Shakespeare, is, right? Right he would roll over in his grave it was never bubble bubble it was double double toil and trouble really but people hear that and probably have never read the play yeah at all so it's from Macbeth and it's the witches and they're all around the cauldron that's from
2: Macbeth wow Mm -hmm.
1: yeah the witches around the cauldron and they're making this uh, casting the the spells and it's double double man Harry Potter even
2: got that wrong that line is used in one of the songs at the beginning of the third film so here's the thing Harry Potter is probably
1: not culturally (laughs) accurate
2: <laughs> also, fiction. I don't know if you know.
0: Fiction. Oh, they might have realized. gotten it right,
2: though. I don't know. I could be misquoting them for all I know. They could have gotten it right. Don't they have a whole town in Orlando? I mean, Harry Potter is not real, isn't it? They I do mean, have okay, a whole town there. That's real, but it's okay.
1: I'll, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> right. All right. So
2: what about another one of my money quotes, then, what from Shakespeare? All that glitters is not gold. This is from the Merchant of Venice. I know. I was Venice, so stunned right? yeah. that wasn't right. But it's not. It's all that glisters is not gold. There's no mm. mention. glistening Mm. or glittering. It's glisters. Uh, So, you know, whatever the hell Smash Mouth was thinking about, they weren't reading Shakespeare, apparently, when they came up with their song. I feel stupid. I have to ask the question.
0: What the hell does glisters mean?
2: I don't know. I'm just (laughs) reading the shit that John wrote. You would think it's a
1: typo. (laughs) Like, oh, you meant to type glistens, but no, it absolutely is. All that glisters is not or or
2: blisters. I
1: don't know. It's got to be one of the like root words that glitter came out of or something, but you you would never heard anybody say that. Oh, that's so glister. History, But yeah,
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> freaking Shakespeare. So here's this next one. I think most people now realize that this one probably isn't true. But just to clarify for the younger generation that probably hasn't read this, I cannot tell a lie which is about, you know, the whole George Washington cutting down the tree. Cut down the tree. Sure. You
2: know why that permeated for so long? Because our damn history teachers kept trying to teach that to us, tell us in us. class. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, it was like, yeah, a biographer actually created this fake story and it just sort of went true for a really long time until somebody said, yeah, you know, of
1: course you want to elevate George Washington, the father of our sure. country and the first president and all that stuff. Well, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. you start making tall tales about him. Like, what else? So he somebody also a- told
2: a lie that said he can't tell a lie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, what's wrong
1: with this picture? It's a little more literature. Mark Twain, one of oh, just an amazing author. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so one you've heard quite a bit, I'm sure. You find out you know a project's been shut down or whatever, and it's not. And people go, reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Oh, yeah. It's oh, true sure. to yeah. Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People say it was because his death was rumored at the New York Journal, and he came back and said, hey, by the way, you're wrong. But he never actually said that. What he said, close, the report of my death was
0: an exaggeration. Mm, okay. So he was actually was saying that in response to someone thinking, he was dead. He was. He absolutely was. Okay. You know,
1: oddly, the misquote sounds more Mark Twainy than what Mark right. Twain actually that's said. What I was sense? thinking. I was, yeah. I was
2: thinking that somebody must have read that quote or heard him say it and said, that's not Mark Twain enough. I need to goose this up a little bit to get people <laughs> to right. believe we're he Twain-y. really said it. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's Mark Twain it up a little. Notch <laughs> yeah. it up, son. Turn up to 11 yeah. on the Twain factor. <laughs> is, is that a thing? No, I'm right. sure it, it, mean, it is. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of philosophers that get quoted all the time, right? So what about yeah. this quote? The journey of a a thousand miles begins with a single step. Oh, sure. I mean, that's a oh, great yeah. quote. Yeah makes you feel good it's like okay it's confucius i just gotta do one thing right you know so it's not really confucius nor is it correct it's actually lao (laughs) (laughs) Tzu. damn it and you're wrong twice the quote is a journey of 400 miles begins beneath one's feet so okay well fewer miles i don't know what the significance of 400 is maybe that's the size of the great wall of china or something it's got to be the distance
1: between two important cities in lao
2: Tzu's
0: world uh,
2: is a long freaking way well and i'm just really confused because I didn't know that they used the imperial system for measurement in China. I thought for sure they would have used the metric system, but a journey of 400 cubits begins. I don't know. I'm sure it was something
0: else. Yeah. I think one quote which is totally appropriate to this entire podcast we're doing. which is <laughs> a little knowledge is a dangerous thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. We have very little knowledge and that seems to have been very dangerous. Hazardous.
0: But actually, this is a quote from Alexander Pope and the original statement is a little learning is a dangerous thing. Mm.
1: Yeah, that, that maps pretty well.
0: Like it does sound know pretty that well. It, it's funny though, I think a little learning though is actually a little nuanced there, but I kind of like that one a little better. It does sound better. A little learning is a, a dangerous thing. It's hard to get the, the
2: misquoted quote out of your head though. When you hear something that does oh, sound good, you're like, oh god that sounds awful to my ear because you're so used to the one that everybody knows even though, like you said Mo, the one that people don't know is actually sounds better.
1: Yeah, it's like that problem I have with Weird Al Yankovic's Yoda. Because I heard it before I heard Lola, and now <laughs> I can't hear Lola properly. Right. Yeah, you yeah. can't undo it. So Marie Antoinette had a fantastic quote that I'm sure you all know, which is, let them eat cake. Yeah, it was so fantastic. They cut off her head. <laughs> well, thats that, I don't think that's why, but yes. I, it
0: has some, I think it has
1: some, if someone said that to me, I you know. <laughs> yep. Turns out Marie Antoinette never said that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's actually credited to a French philosopher named Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Okay. Further... He wasn't even talking about Marie Antoinette or cake. He wrote, let them eat brioche. Mm, well, okay. of course. Yeah. It's not Marie. It's not talking about her. It's not her that said it. It's not even cake. <laughs> the only part is let them eat. That's just wrong on <laughs> so many fronts. <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't fit. Oh, well, we've been wrong
0: all this
2: time. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of great quotes out there. What about well-behaved women rarely make history? Marilyn Monroe. I think that's an awesome quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, great. So Marilyn Monroe did not say that at all. That's sad. No, really?
0: actually, I thought it was like Rosalind Russell who might have said that also. But.
2: No, it was a University of New Hampshire student named Laurel Thatcher Ulrich. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Went on to become a Harvard professor. That person should get the credit, apparently, for that phrase. Absolutely. Not Marilyn Monroe. Ulrich? It's a great quote, It is a great quote. It's a great quote, but yeah, if you're going to make a quote popular, you know, you're going to at attribute it to somebody yeah. who is well-known in the pop culture, Marilyn true. Monroe, that's obviously true. much more well-known than Laurel Thatcher yep. Ulrich.
0: Facts. Wow you're right <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Marilyn monroe how about this one if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best me be my best you know? yeah mm. is that also not is her it, uh yeah no one could prove that she said that at all <sighs> wow there's no record anywhere any place of her and I'm actually never sure where it came from
2: there's a lot of people that quote could apply to right now in today's society I know. Yeah. Though.
1: and that's another kind of female empowerment kind of thing you yeah. know it's like you take care of me no matter what it's not just better for worse kind of thing and it's that it makes me sad that she didn't say that because i always envisioned her saying
0: that so i know she <laughs> (laughs) she could say it. She could have said that.
1: We're not quite done. Coming up next, we have some TV show misquotes that I'm guessing that most of you will get wrong just like we did.
0: (laughs) Merchant of Venice, Act 2, Scene 7. The Prince of Morocco pulls a scroll from the eye of a skull and reads, All that glisters is not gold. Often have you heard that told. Finally,
1: we're getting into some TV show quotes that are not correct, misquoted. Before we do, I have one more fourth listener email. This one comes from Mike C. No, one more? Okay. Still? they just keep coming. They keep oh, coming that about
0: George, though, right?
1: Uh, let's see. Mike no. says this whole George is right thing.
0: <laughs> wow! So it no turns bear- out it is. No burying the lead there, is it? Turns out it is. Yeah. So
1: he says bullet point A. Oh my guys, bullet points. Okay, so he might be right. Sometimes. Okay. But anytime you guys say or read a letter saying he's right, he hears George is right all the time. How
2: does this Mike C <laughs> guy know what I
1: hear? That's what uh, it, room, right? it, it's his assessment. He's a fourth yeah. listener. Of course, yeah. you will not be able to say that on the podcast because he'll hear you say <laughs> George is right all the time. Uh, uh, bullet point B <laughs> for those of you who wish to support the George is right movement, perhaps you could set up an email for the podcast like George right at com. <laughs> for those in the other camp, George is wrong at genixgrowthup.com. <laughs> <laughs> then you could just delete all the George's right emails by mistake of course wow
0: wow oh, let
2: me get
1: those set up right
2: quick Mike C and I have got to have some words right or wrong some words? we're going to have some words well Mike Mike is one of our patrons so we love yeah, him very yeah, much sh- so
1: don't punch him no. too many times I well, mean, you know, yeah, yeah. how much of a patron is he doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. doesn't matter doesn't <laughs> matter can we make up the deficit if George makes him decision <laughs> he does though go on to say George by the way you should try to find out an old card catalog case for your son's magic cards just like the ones we talked about in the Dewey Decimal podcast ah uh. Okay. okay. I
2: mean, I already bought him a cardboard thing, so I'm kind of stuck with that. But it would be a nice visual to have, like a Dewey Decimal the card catalog. That would be pretty cool. Slide out. Yeah, I bet they would fit really well in there. I didn't even think about the bottom of them. I'm not punching a hole in the bottom of them. I'll get killed.
1: (laughs) Mike wraps it up and says, "You know, all you guys are great. I appreciate all the work that you do. Forever forth, Mike C. Apparently, not all of us are great. (laughs) You're great. You're just (laughs) wrong at it. You're great. You're fantastically incorrect. (laughs) Nobody is wrong as good as you, George. Wow. You know what? Do something and do it better than anybody else.
0: That's right. Okay. Stick with
1: it. We appreciate everyone who wrote in from uh, Scott and Stu Monkey and Mike C and Sparks, all you guys. If you'd like to have your email on the show, you know you can hit us up at podcast at com. We read them all and eventually they make their way into a show and we make George listen to them if it's (laughs) critical of him. (laughs) But we promised we had some TV show misquotes, misrepresentations. Remembered quotes, and uh, we're going to do those right now. The first one is I love Lucy. Oh, and this is Ricky Ricardo, right? Sure. How many quotes? There's so many quotes from there, I'm sure. But the one they're pointing out here is, Yeah, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. You got <laughs> some
0: splaining. I say, Yeah.
1: We all use it for not just talking about Lucy. It's anytime somebody yeah. has
0: messed up and they want to know the explanation of what's going on. I've said it to my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> kids, you got some splaining to do. And they look at me like, What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: often quoted and attributed to Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. That literal thing was never actually said. He often says Lucy should splain. Uh, He said, splain that if you can. But all those kind of have evolved into kind of lumping together the entire Ricky Ricardo kind
0: of library of things he says. You know what's weird about this is I could totally picture visually in my head. Him saying it. See him saying this. Yeah. You know, yep. I right. know what's wrong. Nope. Never actually. But it's still, even knowing it's wrong, it's still... Well, like George still said, he it.
1: said all those words individually, but never together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: actually, it's funny you bring that up because the, the next one, which is another same kind of thing, which is on the Honeymooners, Ralph Cramden, right? Oh, yeah. Bang, zoom, straight to the moon. Yeah. One of these days, Alice. A- everyone says that one. <laughs> but it turns out it's another case of, he did say those things just never together. Ah, ah. He said, bang, zoom, and then the other time says, to the moon,
2: Alice. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. But somehow yeah, I've that seen got that. mashed into... A single quote, even though he's never said that as at one time.
2: Mm. Huh. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, a lot of those old. Maybe it's because they're so old, we misremember them a little bit more as time goes on. Dragnet is another classic example. Oh, that's oh. a
0: great show. I love that. Show. I was
2: watching Dragnet last night. Believe right. it or not, really I love that show.
0: Yeah, my dad loved that show. And
2: so you probably think that Joe Friday said just the facts, yeah, man. Of course, facts, Yeah, he absolutely did. Right? Yeah, from that show you were watching, he always night. says that. Yeah. Well, so apparently he didn't. Really, not really. He <laughs> said all we want are the facts, ma'am.
1: Yeah. He said plenty of combinations of that to the point where it's like, he had to have
0: said at one point, just the facts. I would ma'am. think so, but I guess not. I mean, I'm sure yeah. people did the research on this.
2: <laughs> well, they, yeah. they did the research on it, but even when they did the Dragnet reboot film with Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Dan Aykroyd uses the incorrect line of just the facts, ma'am, in the no, oh, oh, to further confuse your memory. <laughs> right. It did happen <laughs> at one point. <laughs> There's a
1: lot of classic TV. I know we're talking about some older stuff, but Star Trek is... Yeah. It, it, we actually have several from oh, there.
2: probably got the most. It's so easy yeah. to quote.
1: So the number one... I'm, I don't know, number one it's right at the top at least beam me up Scotty never actually said yep. seriously no one ever said beam me up Scotty really like Star
2: Trekkies yep. will uh, we would just our ears would grate as we were at a convention running a table and somebody come up to us hey and do the finger point beam me up Scotty and we were like yeah, fuck Star you that Trek- was never said is, it was, it was, it was, was our so, thing oh we yeah. were okay. so angry about so it I mean was anything closest the to-
1: closest match was beam us up Mr. Scott which was said in the game series of Triskelion <laughs> the animated series they say beam us up scotty not beam me up so at least they did that in the animated but never ever have they just said
0: beam me up scotty wow I wonder how that came about then i mean i guess they said close but it's close yeah, it's just yeah. one
2: of those phrases that, it, that sounds out better, it sounds better the misquoted way than it does with the actual
0: lines that were said wow on. it's more more versatile <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite quotes from Star Trek is, Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a partologist or whatever. Not a whatever. Yeah. Not a whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a gutter cleaner, whatever. Yeah. But it turns out that he never said the damn it part. He just said, I'm a doctor, not a this. Right. Yeah. And in my head, though, again, I totally see him saying, Damn it, Jim, I'm a. I know. Well, that's his
2: personality. He's grumbly yeah. and
0: gruff. And like, damn it, sure. Jim,
2: right. Well, and there's yep. other parts of Star Trek where he says the phrase, Damn it, Jim, but it's not followed by, I'm a doctor, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's just, Damn right. it, Jim you're an asshole or something like that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it's probably like, I mean, this show did come out in the 60s and damn it it would get you censored. So damn it. Don't say damn it. Goodness. Yeah. uh, Seven words. I I don't remember.
2: And, you know, on all honesty, I mean, this one's probably a little less quotable, but it's still one of those Star Trek ones that people get wrong all the time. And it's life, Jim, but not as we know it. It even made it into a popular yeah, film a spot, song. Right? It's life, Jim, but yeah. not, as we, not yeah. as we know it. Not as we know it. Not as we know it, Captain. You it, think
1: it'd be Spock? Sounds like Spock. Yeah, right? sounds yeah. like Spock. Sounds like a Spock. But it's
2: really not. There was never really a time when he said anything like that. At all.
1: Yeah. Huh. Huh. Oh, man. So how about because Timmy's I... in the well from Lassie?
2: Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said it to
1: my dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at me funny. I'm like, Timmy in the well. Anytime well?
1: Any your animal comes up to you acting funky, he's like, What's wrong? What's wrong, boy? Timmy in the well? Yeah, you know, Timmy you're well? asking. And it's attributed <laughs> to Lassie, but actually, lucky for Timmy, he never once fell down the well. <laughs> oh well, good for Timmy. It didn't happen. <laughs> Did anybody fall down a well? uh Well, so ironically, the only character from Lassie ever to fall down a well was the dog herself in season seventeen. Oh jeez. <laughs> so unless the dog was like. Whoa! from the well and he's letting you know that <laughs> he's last like, in the well no. i'm
2: in the well damn it come get me with timmy it's not timmy it's me yeah beat me up scotty <laughs> <laughs> no
0: okay i'm talking about your classic 80 shows 18 mm, yeah right. i pity the mr fool. t mr t, t. Yeah. barakas i pity the fool Right? Yeah, absolutely. Never once said. What? Never yep. once.
2: Mr. T said it, but in the eighteen, team has never. never said it. Oh, yeah. Barakas. You know, that makes sense. Okay. I get that. You think, Mr. T,
0: you think A-Team, you think I pity the fool, you put them all together in your head. Oh, yeah. I
2: think we can be forgiven. I mean, yeah. those two are
1: blurred. Like, B, yeah, Barracus exactly. and Mr. T are the, basically the same dude. Yeah. I mean, come on. I bet
2: he had a copyright on that phrase, and if he'd have said it, they'd have had to pay him they extra pay money. You, like
0: that. <laughs> 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 That's probably why it was never used. What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. (laughs)
2: He's pretty quotable. (laughs) I mean, so what about one of the best TV series of all time, Lost in Space? Both the original and the new remake that's out right now. Mm What's the phrase that everybody knows from that one?
0: Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, yeah, right? danger, yeah. danger, Will Robinson.
2: So it was actually said by the robot B9. He only said it once in the episode, The Deadliest of Species. But it's become the definitive line of the series that we think was said in every single episode. And it really was. Like said it once? One
1: time what how does yeah. that become so like emblematic of that show and only ever happened
0: one time? I mean, maybe it's just because it's so you could use it so easily. And project's in trouble, You're like oh, oh, danger, Will Robinson. I mean, you just, yeah. it's easy to throw into things. And B
1: nine is basically the burglar alarm. He does alert them when things happen. Sure, yes. he doesn't yeah. say that same quote all the time. I guess so. Danger, I, I can see why. Danger, it would, Will well, Robinson, he, yeah. And he'll say things in. like
2: danger, danger, danger. He'll right. say that. Yeah, right. But, danger, Will Robinson. Kill, crush, destroy. You know, I remember that right. too. But yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> (laughs) It just goes to show you that, you know, you think something was said a billion times or said in a certain way and memory is fallible, but apparently facts aren't. (laughs) I'm not a scientist or a physicist, Mr. Spock. I'm a surgeon, not a psychiatrist. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. No, I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm not a magician, Spock, just an old country doctor. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. What am I, a doctor or a moon shuttle conductor?
1: If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know. So if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show. So hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. I'm sure we haven't touched on every single misquote from all of Gen X pop culture, oh, but we hit on quite a few. I mean, we went through and deleted some that were like, that's way too nitpicky or that's too right. esoteric. <laughs> there are a lot of them, though. If you think of some that we missed, you should hit us up and, uh, via email and let us know. Before we leave the show, though, I absolutely love to take a moment here at the end to express our gratitude for the folks who support us financially over on Patreon. You know these folks who put a buck or two out of their pocket every day, help us out supporting what we do here on the podcast over on the website and on YouTube talking about you Dana Davis T2 Marcus Levi Mike C Mark Mike R Tony Monkey, Steen, Arlem Chad Thomas Ben Lassiter Stash Greg L Slowmo, John with an H Adam Agile Chet Stubaka Dan and Greg Z it took me two breaths unfortunately (laughs) that's okay what a treat we're so grateful for all of you if you are not yet a supporter over on Patreon and would like to become one George tell the fourth listeners how easy it is
2: absolutely you're not going to misquote this all you have to to do is go to (laughs) patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up click a little button decide how much you would like to donate to help us keep the lights on here at Gen X Grown Up one dollar gets you our well-deserved thanks A couple more dollars gets you some bonus content mm-hmm. and a few more dollars over that even gets more you some cool merch. swag yeah but you can only get, get one from those Gen swag. X
1: Grown Up we would love if you would join us we're grateful if you do if you don't we still love you for listening we of course will be back in two weeks with another backtrack but next week with a regular edition of our show until then I'm John George thank you so much for being here yes Sir? Mo, you know I appreciate you.
0: Always fun, man.
1: Fourth listeners, we appreciate you, though, most of all, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown up? X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the
0: GWW.com. They're all iconic quote. Let me start again. They're all iconic. What? i can trying to do my mouth. Sorry. They're all iconic quotes from our Gen X. Cru- oh. See, you guys get up now. Stop laughing at me! Stop laughing! Stop <laughs> laughing <Stop> at <laughs> me! <laughing. laughs> all right, here we go.
2: <clears throat> Well, and at what point is this going to wear tiresome for? The That's listener? what I was thinking too. Yeah, at about thirty-five minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we
2: got ten minutes. We better get yeah. this shit knocked out.
0: Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high
1: school?